Yo, what's up? This is the Morning Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakerheads, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. We just had Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. Real chill, real laid back, enjoyed yeah. the food. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't too, too festive. Just, I think it was just a point of just needing some relaxation. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, 2022 has just been like, it ain't been like a horrible year or a bad year. It's just been like... Just a lot of shit going on, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. You kind of just bumping into each holiday. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like most of the time, it's like you anticipate. Oh, it's about to be Halloween. Oh, it's about to be Thanksgiving. You just be like, oh, day. It's next week. Yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like you know this year, like um, from business standpoint, even for some people personally, just like sporadic bullshit or things just happening yeah. you know what i'm saying just random shit going through shit just i've caught up with a couple of people they were like well i went through this i went through this damn i couldn't even tell you mm. i couldn't tell you you know right. what i'm saying everybody just going through life and you know handling it you know what i'm saying the best, best way, way they can. that they can <laughs> you know what i'm saying um and also we seeing like so much go on in the media yeah you know it's a lot it's been a lot sporadically just popping up, boom, yeah. boom, 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 just hitting us. And I feel like all these things like speed up time. It feel like, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm glad you had a, a good Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I had one as well. We talked about all the Kyrie and Ye stuff. They didn't had Kyrie. They had released him from Nike, but now it's official. They've officially released him from Nike. How do you feel about? them releasing him from Nike? Um, I kind of got a couple of different feelings, but I feel like I want to, you know, take advantage of that Kyrie sale, 50% off stuff. But, um, I don't know. I feel like, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like he did every, well, not the little, Whatever list that was, he did but the list. He didn't do the whole list though, because from my understanding, he did the whole list. That, he gave them all their money too. Well, that wasn't disclosed, but from my understanding, in he, order to play, they said he had made it. I would, you know, I was keeping my ear to it. But he didn't give them that money or anything. No, he sat down with um silver, whatever his name is. But they had good um communication you know what i'm saying they understood where each other was coming from as far as how it happened and blew up and what came after this whatever misunderstanding i guess you can call it um because you saw did you see the interview where he had to do the public apology no yeah like and that's why I'm saying, like, he had to go through all these steps. Because I watched the first game he was back. And I actually, because um, I get notifications that pop up on my phone. Mm-hmm. And, like, he straight had to do an interview. And he said all these things, you know, and, and was trying to convey everything they wanted him to convey yeah, well, like, in this brief interview. Okay, so, well, I get that. I would get that, but like the money to this organization. And I don't think that would be something that they will publicly say that he did or if he didn't do, you know, 
Um, I think that's something that I think they will publicly say it because they publicly put the list out there. Well, they didn't. It was people who got the information of what he had to do. That right. wasn't the NBA that did. That was from the um, the Brooklyn Nets owner. Right. You know, so that one that one up in the air. I know he did everything else. He had to sit down with the rabbi mm-hmm. and you know all of those things. The so, rabbi. Yeah. I thought he sat down with the um, the head of the association. He did, but he had to sit down with all these other people. Mm. Yeah, he had to go through all these other steps. So that's why I feel some I feel some type of way that that they didn't even reconsider the situation with him. Mm. Maybe they wanted the you know, I think people look for excuses. Yeah. So, you know, we get that out. I mean they're paying him eleven million dollars a year. Yeah. Um I don't know. How did his sales look? He had, he got one of the top selling basketball sneakers. Right. So I don't know. Maybe they're just looking at Queen House. No, I, I think I think it's a point being proven. What point? That your your endorsement will be take taken away. That your shoe will be taken away. I that they'll it. put they'll put your shoe on set. Like you know, uh, people people will get. If you're making a certain amount of money, because they, they make the 11 million, but they get like little other money as well. Right. You know? So when you're looking at that whole perspective of that situation, when you got other athletes that that's having endorsement deals and, and everything like that, mm-hmm. um, they looking at is what, at what's happening. Yeah. And I feel like it's a situation to make people like toe the line a little bit. Because I haven't seen, I've seen endorsement deals be taken from like rappers and all this and that, mm-hmm. but I've I haven't seen like Nike take an endorsement deal from something like this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, heard slurs been said, things been done, but you haven't seen them like take a deal in this way that that this deal has been taken from him. I guess. You know, um, but I hope. I hope he get another deal with somebody else. That's if that's what he want. Yeah. Whole situation, you know, it's crazy. I'm glad that it's something that's been moved past. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, at this point, that's what it looks like. You, We haven't heard him say anything. Um, He's focusing on, you know, basketball. So that's where everything lies. Yeah. Why do you think that the shoes was put on sale coincidentally, or was that on? Do you think that was something on purpose? I think it was on purpose. They're trying to get them out of there. Maybe they have to sell. You know, maybe as long as they have them in inventory, or um, they could just pay him after they go through their inventory. That'll be the end of like the whole contract or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the logistics of that part, but I still think it's whack. I th- it was his last shoe. Yeah. Just terminated after his after his last shoe. Mm, no. 
They decided just go ahead and get rid of him. Yeah. So, you know, for everybody that's a Kyrie fan, like she said, they got the shoes 50% off. It's crazy. I um, thought they was playing when I saw them. Yeah. Yeah, so they liquidating them joints right now. I know it's if you got you know, this is a good this is a good time for, you know, people who got like basketball teams mm-hmm. who need to get their kids like shoes. Yeah. Especially the un the less fortunate areas who kids can't afford to have like good basketball shoes or mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. This would be a good time to be able to like purchase and donate and you know bring make something better out of the situation. Right. So Nike is a lot going on with Nike through this year. It's been a whole bunch. I say the past couple years, uh, two to three years, it's been a lot going on with Nike for oh, its yeah. lawsuits. Yeah, they've been on a lawsuit spree. Yeah. Um, the the biggest lawsuit that I think that was like lingering on the longest was the Giant Geiger lawsuit, but now we have another lawsuit that has hit the table with well, two lawsuits that has hit the table. One is with Cool Kai and what's his name? Hellcat. Ami. Ami. Hellcat dude. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Little Gnarl. Is that? I ain't never heard this dude music. Me neither. Little Gnarl. Gnarl. L- Little Gnarl. I guess that's it. Okay. We'll okay. Go we can that. go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this shoe existed. M- me neither. But, uh. Obviously somebody do because they. Because <laughs> they coming after him too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the cool guy, um, his lawsuit actually started in 2021. Okay. And I guess it kind of, cause I remember them saying yeah. it was kind of like a hoopla about it. And then it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. So I figured that, you know, maybe, you know what it was, cause they were going through the trademark yeah, stuff, the of, dressing of it was different from the dress the the original dress and then they updated it mm-hmm. and then I think he switched it again so I don't know what is different now, now. I think they got that cuz remember Nike and the um the Jordan 1 silhouette mm-hmm. was like in trademark court or it was trying to get rushed because they didn't have the trademark at yeah. some point and i think that that was up in the air with everything um and we just really didn't hear nothing about it until what it could have been week? something they put they put a stop or a pause on and, in the midst of that they had john geiger so um shucks it didn't come back out till this week and that's when omni i, I don't i would say omni's omni um, matter of fact, this, no, October, October, he was, um, aware of it and him and Kai actually were into it at some about point the shoe, yeah. about and now the they defendants and their co-defendants and people are like, well, how are they co-defendants? They're co-defendants because they're manufacturer, yeah. um, wandering planet export, um, they he, they manufacture the uh, I can't say, the cool Kai and um what is that on these shoes called? I don't, I don't know, know but it, they it looks the same yeah um, it's just one it's just a couple small details that's different but go ahead go, go ahead tell, tell me, uh, uh so 
what I noticed when I looked at them both side to side, uh, the lightning bolt, one is like above like the heel stitch mm-hmm. and one is like under the mm-hmm. heel stitch. Um, one is a little bit longer than the other. Yeah. Um, the outer sole, one of them is a little bit thicker than the other. Like just little nuances, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So that's why they were into it before yeah. they became co-defendants. Um, so Nike is suing them <clears throat> under like grounds for counts of false um, origin of the design. Mm-hmm. Um, unfair creating unfair competition with Nike, um, and trademark dilution, dilution. Yeah. Okay. But and then the manufacturer is accused of knowingly participating in a scheme to uh intentionally create confusion in the marketplace and capitalize on it. So that's how they got pulled into it okay and they produced both of those making those people co-defendants did you did you see the, the little like 15 cool. second com- commercial what 15 second commercial i sent it in the chat did you yes i didn't where, look at it where they made it look like the old jordan uh commercial with the band ones no when they put the blocks over it <laughs> and they I said know the, what the, i have to look at it yeah you got to, yeah Oh wow! Yeah, so it was so funny because like everybody was having to say something about that. It was like, so not only did you steal the sign, but you took the you took same the whole concept you, yeah. of it. Oh, it wow. was it was a it was for me it was funny. Yeah, you know, but then you know in hindsight you're looking at it like you like this Shit. they trying to get you on. You better yeah. stop it. <laughs> but I feel I feel like they trying to to heckle the situation. Hopefully. Hopefully they got all their ducks in a row. Yeah. And it and, and it work out for them. I honestly I don't see how. But obviously they 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 feel pretty confident. So obviously they know something that that we don't know. It's got to be the. But can it be just like Geiger, where it's just something where the dimensions they can take a dimension up or down or. So I think. I think with Geiger, everything was a little bit different. Why? I think, I think that with his situation, he had his shoe was different from the Air Force One. Mm-hmm. You can tell that the origin was from the Air Force One, but okay. the toe box was a little bit more rounded and pointier mm-hmm. than like the Air Force One's thicker sole. You know, obviously, it don't have nothing resembling a check. Mm-hmm. It has the the G for the Geiger. Um, but visually, but visually, somebody it who resembles, wouldn't be like, okay, I know what the toe box looks like. This, this, yeah. this. Oh, it looks like an Air Force One. And I think the reason why he was able to move forward with his shoe mm-hmm. is because he didn't build his brand off of that shoe. He had original silhouettes prior to him creating that shoe. Mm. I think this situation is a lot differently because both of these individuals created a shoe or so-called created a shoe mm-hmm. and built the brand off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and 
made made a lot of money off of it so far. Yeah. And it was crazy is I didn't think that the Hellcat guy, I didn't think that he was going to be able to be that successful, but he was. With the shoes? Yeah, it was, uh, he had a, it was a lot of people. That, yeah, you he know? got a lot of people that, and all that is interesting. Like, it's just certain things just be so interesting. You know, um, but like you said, he had a following. Mm-hmm. He, he had people that fuck with him enough. Um, and then also it was like the whole backlash where he, where they was like he stole the design. So now he's, it was like he was like being a Robin Hood. Right. And all this and that um, in the process too. But if they make it out with still being able to sell these shoes, that's gonna that's that's gonna be something crazy. But you go ahead. Is what was you gonna say? Because I got a brain for it right when you said that. I was gonna ask you a question about how do you feel about so called bootlegs? What do you mean? So what they calling? These versions, instead of like knockoffs, they call them like bootleg versions of like the Jordan one. So, you know, we have seen a lot of versions of like the Jordan one mm-hmm. being recreated into something else or just or basically the same. But they would replace like where it would say either Jordan or have the wings. They would put a different name right, and replace the check with something different. Or like the dunk. The two shoes that's been prominently used is like the dunk, the off-white dunk style mm-hmm. and the um and the Jordan one. Yeah. So what is what is your thoughts about that? Oh, I don't know. That I guess it's so the brands are so prominent now that you wouldn't really call them knockoffs or bootlegs. And I don't think it's a variation of one or the other. I think it's mm-hmm. bootleg and knockoff. I think that's the same thing. Um, I felt like it was a mass production of customization. I don't look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good though. It did. It, you tried. You tried to pull it up. I did. I did. Um, I think that. You know, if you're doing something to go with a, I guess, lifestyle brand. Because I, I know Kai was doing a lot of, he was doing clothing. Yeah. And then kind of the shoe kind of went with it. Yeah. But the shoe kind of catapulted a little bit and he kind of kept going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a nice, uh, a lot of nice colorways, I should say. Yeah. But I think after a while you would want to be known for your own original designs or silhouettes to go along with the other things cuz then the it kind of washes out all the other accomplishments you've had because he he's got a lot of licensing mm-hmm. for um, a lot of his apparel and it's hard to get to so like that's an accomplishment in yeah. itself and this kind of like puts a cloud over that and he was just recently at a nike event with his cars on he said he was invited to the nike event 
I can believe it. Well, obviously, obviously, it would be somebody who was more accessible yeah. to him. Right. That's on, you know, um, influencer, mixer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting all these people in the same spaces. Right. Type of deal. Um, like, his clothes did very well. Yeah. You know, with all the brands and stuff that, that they were doing at the time, the clothes did very well. But a lot of times, the people that are buying his shoes don't know about his clothes. Yeah. But I think they know now because at one point he was like packaging up, you know, clothes that was colorways to match, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. Um, and yet to mention, um, Geiger had, like they said, one of the top lawyers, um, same lawyer that, that Ye had used a couple times. I don't know if this one of the ones that he accused of like fucking him over or not, but obviously he did something right for, for John. Uh, also, John went through like a depression stage, and he he had posted about like he was really going through it with this with this uh lawsuit when he was going through this process. I bet because you know that lawyer wasn't cheap, and he's an independent, oh, an independent yeah. brand that's fighting up against a, a big corporation. Right. Um. Obviously, they making money. They doing their thing. Um. So hopefully, they got you know a strong lawyer as well. That can that can you know get them over the hump. How do and I didn't get to speak on how do I feel about these versions of the shoes. I ain't gonna lie. When I first saw the joint, I thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, as time went on, I was still rocking with it. At a point, I did want a pair. You know what I'm saying? It was one of them things where I just wanted one pair, just for like the culture of it. Yeah. Um, cause you know, he had, cause at one point in time, they had, they changed the soul. They had changed the whole outer soul on the joint and put the Revis on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You know, so if, so if you got like one of the very first pairs, I think that's dope. Before they had the lawsuit that hit them when they had to make the changes. Mm-hmm. So if you got both of those joints, I think it's dope. But, um, it got to the point after a while. I felt like it was so saturated that I was kind of cool on it. Um, I don't knock them for, you know, keep creating colorways and doing what they doing. Like they making their money. They, if he having, if he having fun and enjoying doing what he doing, you know, I can't knock that. Right. You know, um, people fucking with it, people enjoying, and enjoying the colorways, enjoying what's being done, highs, the lows. Mm-hmm. Uh, he do, he did show like a boot that he, design they're mm-hmm. supposed to be coming out like the slides i think they're supposed to be having like a sneaker also um so this is my question i've been seeing a lot of talk about obviously about these shoes mm-hmm. obviously about other people and their recreation of different similar silhouettes okay how do you feel do you feel like let me word this like this is it hating if somebody do you feel like it's hating if somebody don't agree with the fact that this that this recreation is considered them designing the shoot like how do you feel about that what you mean so so basically 
like you have customs, right? Right. You have customs. They do like limited runs. Obviously, when you create a shoe in this way and you have tons and tons of pairs, you make new um, colorways. Mm -hmm. You basically want to be a lot of people want to be respected as a designer. Right. Right. So a lot of people don't. They just want the money. And a lot of people don't. So. Would you would you look at this person as a would you respect them as a designer? And one, do you think is hating if somebody don't agree with, you know, the des- the design that is there? Like just the the fact that they may have switched logo symbols or different things of that nature. How do you feel about that? Because I've been seeing a lot of things going around where people feel like is you know is 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 they being hated on. People feel like soon as somebody do something that's not major um it's not respected the same um different things like that what are your, what are your thoughts um well i don't think that i just come out and and respect somebody as a designer based off of you know one or two um items that they're okay. selling um i think it's more respecting the the work ethic or knowing the story mm-hmm. and kind of knowing where they're coming from um i kind of respect that as far as like uh, the merchandise um i just kind of buy what i want to buy got you um i don't look at it as hating and i think people just use it um i, I think they use the word hating too fluently and not in the right manner of Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual hating, you know, it's like, right. oh, you don't like, oh man, you hating, you, you know, like, like telling somebody you crazy, you don't say that this is dope like that. You might not, I might not think it's dope. You might think it's dope, and that's okay. And you're right, it is okay. Everybody can have their own viewpoint about what they like, what they don't like. I think we're in a space where, um, designing and creating. Is just have shifted in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in a space, we were in like a crazy, crazy space, I say like 2012 to maybe 2015, mm-hmm. um, maybe 16, um, where like the custom shoes was like crazy. Like, yeah, it was like at an all time high. Mm-hmm. We were seeing so many things being done. You know, you had the dirty bridge, you had so many different things that was going on. Uh huh. And now I feel like everything has shifted. Um, now is we're in this space where you seeing the manipulation of certain silhouettes and they're being recreated and called their own. Okay. And I think the problem I think the problem with it is don't nobody know really know where to place it. Mm-hmm. Because when you had customizers, they they were painting, they were creating right. with a canvas. Right. Now you got people taking materials and everything and rebuilding a silhouette that's already there, which has been done like the shoe surgeon. But obviously the shoe surgeon ain't making 
ten thousand per, right, or two three thousand per, trying to sell them as a, as, a, as a mass production. Well, wouldn't it be the same thing? But I mean, he was up under Nike. But basically, wasn't that what Virgil was doing? Kind of deconstructing and yeah, yeah, it was putting his own customization. He was putting he was it. putting his own twist on. And the only thing different was he was just under the brand. Yeah. So. But he built the name off of doing so. Right. You know, he, um, and he did it with other pieces, like, but he had original pieces he had created, uh, prior to as well. When he did the footwear, the footwear obviously was something he was, he was known for like the off white, the look, the stamp, you know, the stamp that, that, that they're putting on like the Air Force ones and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So those, those imprints obviously was things that he had Mm -hmm. but now you have independent brands who have i think like i said with this shift they're taking silhouettes and they're just taking the logo and it's so let me rewind okay with virgil it's a collaboration he's taking his intellectual property along with nike's physical property and mushing it together he taking, and this so it's a collaboration that they basically that they're doing together. Okay. So when it comes to this situation, he had the safety of the brand. Right. Go ahead. Now I've seen uh, some of the other stuff. Is you know they went off, killed with it. So a lot of things that Kai has done with the silhouette has been dope. Yeah. But. They talking mainly about a lot of stuff that look like the shadow ones, the band ones. <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep it in that realm. But outside of that, it's kind of like that's what Virgil was doing. He just but had the safety of the brand, like the permission the, of yeah. the brand. And that's the, whole, that's the whole part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, not having a permission and you recreating the original colorways. Yeah. And you, you know, and you, and he was dropping this shit whenever you wanted. It could be a Tuesday. I'm like, I'm redropping this. Right. And I'm redoing this or whatever the case might be. And they are basically, you're confusing the consumer. And you making money off a silhouette that was created in 1985. Like, that's, that's been He's altered. made too much money off yeah. of it. <laughs> so, for, for footwear, does designers like with me designing clothes and doing different things like i think there's a difference between someone taking like an air force one or even a jordan one Mm -hmm. and being like i want to make a limited run you know what i mean um because i'm inspired by the shoe Mm -hmm. and my brand to create a limited run of 20 pairs or 24 pairs of this right or like whatever the case might be i don't think there's nothing wrong with that i think that's cool so, I think, go ahead. So, so okay, so we're going to get back to a little gnarl. Oh, I'm yeah, assuming. BG, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. Because he did like an SB, right? He did a, so his infringement lawsuit is over the narcotic butterfly effect SBs. Mm-hmm. 
he even called them SBs. Yeah, that's that's that fucked me up. Yeah, and is SB on the box? I mean, the bottoms look like SBs. Like he didn't change that much and put a butterfly on them. <laughs> well, it it is some stuff that is changed. Um, like the toe box is wider. Mm-hmm. Um, it it comes it don't come as high. Like it's the sole is different. There are things that I actually don't like it, me personally. Mm. Um, but there are things that's different about it. I understand at this point, you got people who are gaining popularity off of now the outer sole from the bottom. It looks exactly the same as a dunk. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's just one of those. It's just one of those things. I think they just you know tapping in and just trying to lock everything down just one just one by one and right now they just in i guess they got enough time and everything spaced up where like we coming after these and like right okay now. now you I'm done yeah. with now you <laughs> yeah so you can't really expect to take something like that and be able to recreate it and make millions and millions of pairs of it and make millions of dollars off of it. Right. Like, how would we feel if somebody did that to Sire Collective? Right. And they just switched the logo or switched a couple things and they called it theirs. Mm-hmm. And I, matter of fact, I think somebody did. Somebody did with one of his designs and it was on like um, one of them, them, uh, Shoot, I forget what kind of... It's going to come to me after this. Okay. But it was like almost the exact same shoe. And they 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 did... Dang, I got to look into that. I'll have it by next podcast, but they did. So in the design space, should we put more pressure on our designers to create more unique and original product yes so i I think you should buy what you like but when you buy the same thing Mm -hmm. you can't complain when that's all you see now yeah because you like you saying you ain't you're not we're not pushing our designers to be original. Yeah. And I think I think that's just the I just the, I think that's the point of it. Um, because the foot the foot even designing footwear is something totally different outside designing clothes. Oh yeah. Um, so to create like a full new silhouette or silhouettes is something like. I would think that a you different know, clothes would be easier. Yeah, as far as like footwear. Yeah, like that's, that's real. Like you in your bag and you create some some new shit. Yeah, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm fucking with that. Yeah, you know that's yeah you on you on you on a different level. You on a different a different plateau right there. Doing <laughs> being able to do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I want to see. I want to see us be able to congratulate and appreciate mm-hmm. you know our designers for being able to create something new in the marketplace yeah 
it's cool that you know you was inspired and you seen Kai, and I think a lot of the stuff was inspired by Kai, mm-hmm. which is fine. But at some point, if you're using this as a stepping stone, okay, I get it. You know, but you, where's you try, the next step? But where's the next step? <laughs> and I think that's where the mishap of the hating is, is 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 is, is being portrayed. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, well, all you did was replace this logo for this logo, right? But you still kept the same. Like the colorway is dope. I like the colorway, but right. I can't get with it because I feel like it's enough of this going around right yeah. now. I want to see something new. I want to see something different. And then you're calling yourself a designer. Mm-hmm. So if you're a designer, design me something that I can that I can fuck with. Right. That shows me who you are. Mm-hmm. Show me what you're bringing to the table. Right. And it's not. It's just not that simple. should be you think so i think it should be well when i say it's not that simple i mean it's it's not that simple to come up with a of a original concept okay yeah that that. people can that people can fuck with oh yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah yeah, you know um because we be seeing a lot of shit and we be like "Eh." like even when it's from like nike and shit we be like Like, like, who designing this shit? Like, what, like, what they doing? So, if you know, if you know, a place like Nike got different designs and stuff like that, and we turn our face up at that, mm-hmm. how you think it feel for independent designers who are tr- who are wanting to create shoes in the marketplace? I mean, I think it's something that a lot of people want to do. They want to, they want to make shoes, and I think this was the simplest out for people to to do so to just make a shoe to just make one because just think about it molds are expensive to make for like custom molds for shoes right but these molds it seemed like a lot of these molds was it's already kind of like out there they they already there you know what i'm saying but like if you call yourself a designer i would think that you would be more passionate about your designs that you would do them extra little dollars to make your mold because it will be yours. Yeah, I think I think we're in a space of finding so many different manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And if you come across somebody and say, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And they can do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's that simple space of it. You know, they look at it and be like, okay, I want this silhouette. I'm going to put this here. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are not precise or don't have the understanding of dimensions, fabrics, layering, height, the yes. width, you know, all of these textiles. Textures. Yeah, all these different nuances that goes into designing that makes mm-hmm. the final product so special. Right. And I think that's I think that's the the whole point of it. I think we're in the space of Seeing so much like recreation, it's just like even Balenciaga and all these other brands mm-hmm. where they got recreations that look like Asics. They got, you know, it's just like a designer version. Yeah. Um, and all these other things, and it's different just because obviously of what the brands are. Right. So people fuck with it, but um, I think it's I think it's extremely difficult for an independent designer or a footwear designer to 
come up in the space trying to create something new that people can fuck with. So I think this is the way that they try to get their foot in the door. And they just keep on walking with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you never know what somebody understanding is. Right. Somebody might look at it as like, oh, I just I just recreate a custom. Yeah. Because you just never know what somebody, a true understanding of, of what they're doing. Right. That's just like, you know, we have people who create clothes and they don't know about cutting so they don't know about the weight of clothing they don't know about mm-hmm. you know all these different things so they'll be like oh i got a clothing brand but everything is just printed goods yeah i got a blank i printed on it you know if you depend on what space you're in people will look at that as merchandise versus a clothing brand. Right. Obviously, there's levers, levels and there's tiers and everybody had their place where they start. So I'm not saying that you're wrong for starting create, like that. For, yeah. for, for starting in this space because everybody got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody don't have the funding to jump off the porch and right. start off with cut and sew t-shirts and, right. you know, jackets and all of these, these, all of these things. So... I wonder where the shift is going to go next. That's that's what I'm interested in. I hope it goes into a place of creativity. Oh, uh, definitely. Um, individuality. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in footwork. We, I mean, we know that it's 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 hype. Yeah. And uh, crowd. Control, basically, basically, is crowd control. But I will say, it's been a couple. It's been a few of these customs mm-hmm. that's been like really, like up there. Yeah, I know. Like that custom one that looked like it had the pieces of denim that um Jason Tatum had. Mm-hmm. And then it's like these Pokemon joints where they be having like the recreation, like of the dunks. Uh huh. Like them joints been been crazy. Yeah. Like. But that's still in a creative space. space. Yeah. Um, and let's not, you know, just I just want to reiterate that what they're being sued for are um, classic colorways. Yeah. From the Jordan 1 um, infringement trademark. Uh, what is that? The, the Shadow Ones? The Shadow Ones. ones. Yeah. So yeah, it was so like six. I think it was like it's six. It's like six of them. Six pairs, I think. Oh. That, if I'm not mistaken. So, but it's the classic colorways. So it's the stuff that you could really be like, okay, well, well, like from afar, what do they yeah. got on? Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe it ain't the biggest thing. Ain't about the like the actual silhouette right now, and like, and so this is my thing too. For anybody who is interested. Yeah. Anybody who is interested in doing a recreation of like a shoe or whatever the case might be, this is something you want to keep your ear to the streets about. Or even if you already have done so and you want to continue to scale um, this product, find out as much information as you can um, about this situation. Because depending on what the statues are, mm-hmm. you might still be able to create create your product. Yeah. You know, regardless whether somebody like it or not or not don't like your process and or like it, obviously 
you had Kai and how you pronounce Hellcat Omi Omi <laughs> Hellcat who had the same damn shoe mm-hmm. for the most part, and they both was able to succeed. So, you know, if you're passionate about it and that's what you want to do, uh, keep following up with this with this lawsuit. Keep your ear to the streets. Find out. We definitely will, cause I, I want to see yeah. the technicalities, cause yeah. it might be more colorway than the silhouette. The at this silhouette. Point. Mm. Well, it could be a little bit of both, but it that's the reason be, why. That's yeah. the, and this and this important also for like for people who are designing their original silhouettes mm-hmm. and knowing how to how to trade market properly, properly and get yeah. the proper patents. Yeah. You know, so it's this is a whole learning curve, um, that is for that that designers get to see firsthand. Definitely. You know, so that's that's really dope. Um, something else that's been big in the news right now, uh, is my guy Deion Sanders is is leaving um JSU mm-hmm. for Colorado. What is your thoughts? It's been a lot. It's been a lot said about this. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot of layers to it, though. Okay, come on, come on. Just tell me the layers. What's your layers? Oh, so, okay, so we'll say in the past, what even are two, three years in Jackson State, Mm -hmm. that he's brought a lot of notoriety to the program. Mm -hmm. Um, He's helped them build up their facilities for their players. He's um, put the people in the seats. He's brought in quality players mm-hmm. for the team. You know, recruits that might not have ever looked at Jackson State as a um, as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, what somebody was tell- somebody was telling me that um, game day, I guess, happens every Saturday or whatever, mm-hmm. and it takes a while for them to get to certain colleges and they came to Jackson state like after a year. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's, he's brought a lot of, I mean, you know, he, a marketing genius, you know, he's been doing all of that stuff since he was playing football. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think him leaving the program suddenly, uh, well, he is finishing the year out. Let me make that oh, clear. Yeah. He's, he's finishing. He's, he's yeah. going to finish the year out. Um, he's going to Colorado, which I understand only won like one like one game. At some point, they have the facilities, they have the money, they just don't have the players or the direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a PWI, yeah, which is predominantly white institution. He's coming from an HBCU. Um. Uh, he is, I guess, in these past couple of years, have kind of pumped up the importance of, you know, talented individuals going to HBCU rather than the PWI, mm-hmm. um, as far as helping them bring in, you know, the dollars to the colleges. Um, but I think personally, you, I think he's in a a. a a hard space. Why is he in a hard space? Because um, I believe he's done what he's supposed to do in the time he's had at that college. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but when you want to go further, because you can't stay in the same space the whole time. Correct. When you want to go further, you're going to, you're going to get a little backlash. You're going to get a little backlash, especially with you going from, you building up a program and going from HBCU and talking about the importance of HBCUs and you're going to a PWI. Got you. But you gotta elevate and, and you know you gotta get your money. And then I, I mean, don't... if he if he goes to this PWI and they've only won one game, and he builds that program up, you know what I'm saying? It can build his resume of showing I can do this anywhere I go as a coach. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Okay. I just feel sorry for the players if. You know, they were enticed to come to the program based off of him and don't get the same look Mm -hmm. because with him being at that college, you're going to get certain looks. So if he's gone, you might not get the same looks because Dion isn't coaching there anymore. Okay, that's how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. I feel like black black men and women mm-hmm. we be put in a box especially when we do something as great as something as he has done mm-hmm. because you want to continue to see that situation being uplifted right not saying because he's not there it can't continue to be uplifted right because there's a because you have to have he, a great staff right you? Th- thank you but okay go ahead no, go ahead. Go on. I'm gonna let you interject. You got some? Come on, come on with it. So one of the other reasons were, um, he was getting paid at Jackson State, but he was putting, you know, a certain amount of his his own salary back into the program. Mm-hmm. But his supporting coaches weren't getting what they should have been getting. He's taking those coaches with him. And they're getting what they should be getting. So him going over to Colorado and getting a couple of million, he had money. So it's not like, ooh, for me. But if if he's bringing his staff and it's a tremendous amount for them, it's, you know, it's something for them. So it's not only just him going. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying it was only just him, but I'm just saying like when you when you look at the infrastructure, mm-hmm. he has gave you guidelines and information to take with you along the way. Right, they're going to take a hit because yeah. it's it's sort of a rebuild. Oh yeah. So now you got to find a way to recreate a certain culture mm-hmm. around or sustain. Yeah, because obviously it is. It's not like he built these kids. Yeah. He just helped, like, like hit something within them to have that confidence to do what they did or to build upon the skill level that they already had. Y'all know y'all can do it. And you want to know something else, though? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of black coaches that don't get an opportunity. Right. So this is an opportunity where another great potential coach Mm -hmm. has a chance to come up and do the same thing. Right. I think 
Deion Sanders is potentially working his way up to being an NFL coach. I think so, too. And I think that's why he was so passionate about these kids and about what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Because I think this is where he wanted to start first. Right. Because he knew once once he showed people what he could do with them, that was going to shed a, a certain type of light. Now, now, did was he um, a high school coach first, and then he moved up to college? You know what? That's that's a good question. Cause I think I heard that somewhere. Um, that's 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 a strong possibility. I know he was coaching prior to, mm-hmm. so that could be the case. I don't know verbatim. Um, but he did something that nobody else. Because there has been other, like, retired players and different stuff who've done things Mm -hmm. as coaches. But he was able to come in and change a lot. Yeah. In a short amount of time. A whole lot. So, I feel like he made the imprint Mm -hmm. and change in a lot of different spaces. Because it's not just JSU that was affected and changed. It was the whole HBCU. Yeah community that was changed in the dynamics of football right and getting higher recruits Mm -hmm. and doing all of these things so now i feel like since he done moved the moved the the space of where everything was Mm -hmm. it's up to it's up to the community to to continue to uplift and maintain the situation right because he still has a viewpoint of where he wants to go and what his goals are Mm -hmm. I don't think we can always minimalize a person because they're so great and so amazing and we're seeing so seeing so much of what they're doing in this space. Mm-hmm. We got to let them elevate to see what they can do in all these other spaces because we don't you don't it may be a PWI in the beginning but you don't know what kids he going to want to recruit. Right. You don't know what things are going to shift and what's going to change. And as he grow and as he go up, what and he's going to shift and change with him. And I saw that Colorado was actually changing the way that their transfers come as far as their oh. student athletes. Oh yeah. Oh, that's going to change. They, it, it was, um, when you transfer up, I guess you got to sit out a year or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, they get to play now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just gonna keep moving up. Keep he might skip. He might jump a couple steps. Who knows? I think. But it, do you think he's um because he's bringing at least one of his sons with him? Mm-hmm. Do you think um once the son like it's it's kind of going through the system of a camera, put him at HBCU. We're gonna put him in PWI, and then when he goes to the NFL, I should be up for a coaching job somewhere. I honestly, I don't know what that thought process is like. I think he's taking everything with stride. I think mm-hmm. he focused on where he's at, mm-hmm. put everything that he got into where he's at until the opportunity presents itself. So when the opportunity presents itself, I think he's scaling and see, you know, if this, the move that he want to make mm-hmm. and can he if it makes sense. make the make the imprint he want to make and is it on the, traje- the trajectory of where he want to go? Right. I think, you know what I'm saying? I think that's how... Cause that's because he seemed very aware mm-hmm. of what he want and how he want to get there. Because if you listen to past interviews, 
he said if the right opportunity presented itself, that he was going to make a move. Right. So that lets you know he's very ambitious. Right. But within being ambitious, he's going to give you everything he got. Meanwhile, while he is at whatever institution that he's in in, in, that, in that space. Right. So. It's just like when people build a company. Yeah. You build it from the ground up and you make it a multi-million dollar company. And somebody says, well, I want to give you five billion dollars for your company instagram <laughs> uh, <but> right <laughs> oh you can have this and i'll go build another one you know now i got five billion dollars so i'm good yeah and, and he's so, he's so deep ingrained in football we don't see him going away no time soon yeah and he make it to the nfl i feel like he's he he has the influence mm-hmm. the swag and everything else and and the one thing that I do respect and I appreciate about him is, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna speak this into existence for him. Whenever he does make <laughs> yeah. it to that level, he's gonna have that track record. Mm-hmm. He's right. gonna have that. He's gonna have that full, that full list of credentials. And like, I feel like he's paving the way and showing people how to do it. Right. So when he's getting to this space, you know, it's like pay attention. It's pay attention, and also we can see more. Mm-hmm black coaches arrive right in these spaces mm-hmm. you know and and command these spaces because obviously in the nf and the nba you got you got more black coaches right it's to the point you got black female referees mm-hmm. you know so everything everything is evolving and changing you know it's like the nfl is one of the last things that's kind of like slow to change and shift yeah um, but I think he's showing a blueprint of a way to to make those changes and to make those <laughs> adjustments, you know. So he definitely is. So I think it's a bigger picture that that can be appreciated, that can be learned from. Um, with the situation, mm-hmm. is it a sad thing? It's always a sad thing when you see something so special come to an end, right? And now you're seeing that shift and that and that change coming. Um, but with growth, there's pain with growth. And it comes, <laughs> it comes along, it comes along with it. I was trying to Google something. Go ahead. But like I said, it's, it's like, I think that's one of the things that comes along with success that we don't want to accept. Mm-hmm. That there's a lot of pain that comes with the growth that we deal with. If it's not like with your friends or family you know, or it's, it's, it's with the the situation where you ingrained um, certain certain levels of comfortability with the people that surround you. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we get complacent because we like automate this much impact. Right. I could change this many more people's lives. I could do this much more here. There's always more that can be done. Right. But if you stay in that space, you're not giving nobody else the potential to be chance in that space. to be in that. To be in that space mm-hmm. to help somebody else come up and right. help somebody else evolve, right? And I think that's the point that's that's being missed out on. Yeah. You know, so shout out to Dion mm-hmm. Sanders. You know, this guy had Jerry Curl back in the day. Must be the money. Hey, he he just did so much. That was the best video and the worst music. <laughs> No, I think the worst music was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie, 
Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I think I think Eddie Murphy got to get that one. <laughs> but um, in Indonesia, in Indonesia, let's just go around the world. They has banned. I said they has banned. They has banned. <laughs> they have. This is how you got it written down. <laughs> they have. They have banned sex outside of marriage. Yes, I said it. Sex outside of marriage. So that means if you ain't put a ring on it. You ain't putting your thing in it. And you can't live together. I was going to get to that. She <laughs> she beat me to it. Okay. And they banned unmarried couples from living together. Those convicted will face up to a year in jail. How many of y'all going to be in jail? Everybody. How many of y'all going to be up in jail for, trying to get y'all son? Trying to sneak trying to sneak on a late night tip? Boy, like, how are they monitoring this? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Like, how are you? What, are they basing off if you get pregnant or something? No, That's got to be what they're basing it off no, of. No, you know, you know, in most other cultures, everything's different. Like, so somebody got a snitch. Everybody got a snitch. I'm not snitching if I'm getting like you getting beat down, man. Like in um, like mid mid uh Middle Eastern countries. Mm-hmm. I think you know if a brother find a sister doing something, he can like cut off her hand and like don't quote me, guys, but. It's certain things that if you're looked at as dishonorable, other people will call you out on it. I feel it, man. But you petty as hell. Because you'll probably go do the same thing, but you're going to tell on somebody else. Yeah. No, like, man, that's... that's but like, that's... Like, you ain't get caught, but you like old girl, yeah. and you seen the... Oh, oh, you oh man, that, that, that's, that's fucked up. That's That's, that's, some, that's some greasy ass <laughs> shit. They like, probably can tell, and then but like, other, how can you though? But in other cultures, it's kind of like you know, it, in America. But we these leave, younger folks ain't fucking with it though. Yeah, but we leave and and go on our own and have apartments by ourselves. And but in other cultures, everybody is still under one roof until you go and get married and have your own family. So. I know, I know. There's still traditions that lie mm-hmm. and that are there. They're still ingrained. Mm-hmm. But I do also believe there are a level of rebels. Yeah, it always is. And and youthful people who got who having their own places and doing their own things and everything like that. But I still like like what if somebody wasn't somebody crib like, like hey <laughs> with a flat like. You they get arrested. Yeah, like you getting arrested. Like that's crazy. Like, but that might be like you know how in Japan was it Japan mm-hmm. where old boy got yanked out of his apartment. They were trying to yank him out of his apartment because he refused to go in the um uh he used to he refused to get quarantined in mm-hmm. a certain place. They might do it like that. But it's, but it's like it's like how do you know that this nigga about to be fucking at this time? They know. No, nah, they don't no, like it gotta be it gotta be something else. It gotta be if you catch like a st S T D. It gotta be like if the person ends up pregnant. It gotta be something I mean, like that. Pregnancy is probably the easiest way to find out. But like But if somebody gotta go to the doctor because they got burned, like Yeah. I mean Those are the two easiest ways. Yeah, but maybe they ain't like that well. I mean, obviously they probably don't have that problem like that. They obviously got some problem if they ban it. Well, I niggas mean, must be turning up. Niggas, they getting ass we, out there. We gotta find out their jail percentages. 
No, you ain't got to get the judge. You got to find out who all fuck has unmarried out saying. there. You going to jail percentages and you that's, see who who out there tripping. Because that's that's what it seemed like. It seemed like they're trying to reinforce their traditions. Because mm-hmm. these young kids out here are young adults. Mm-hmm. Is out here fucking. They get into it. Uh-huh. I mean, at least they doing that. They ain't out here killing people. You and know, and they don't want them living together. So, so how do you stop that? Put them in jail. So, so what? So, is it like I'm gonna have to look more into this because I want to know: Is it that male and females just can't live together? Is that is that the thing? Unless they're like siblings or can prove relation, right? And then nine times out of ten, they're still probably in their mother and father's house. So, so, but, but, like, let's say, let's say people living on their own. What, what are they? It's just so many nuances to this, right? So I don't, I don't know how they can regulate it. That's you, can, you can regulate it. Wow. Okay, give me an example. Because everybody ain't like these ignorant-ass Americans. They not falling in line like that. Yeah, I, yeah, they are. They in Indonesia listening to Future. Okay. So, yeah, they <laughs> they done picked up some of these traits. Okay. But they done the, picked up on some of them. I mean, they letting people uh, know that they picked up them traits. I'm just saying, they out here. They out here? They, they can they, be thinking they about that. whatever they want to think about. No, they ain't thinking about it at this point. This shows right here that they doing. I mean, they going to jail. Ain't no, they ain't going to jail. They going to jail. You're going Ow. to jail. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay tapped into this, no, this because is, this, this is not sitting right with your spirit. No, obviously. it's not because it's like, how do you know? They know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, man, whatever. That's some bullshit. Mm-mm. I feel bad. I feel, hey, y'all are death row. <laughs> yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. But you can't feel bad if that's a culture that they're used to. But obviously something ain't, they not used to something. Oh, you got some rebels. If they making it, if they you making it a law, they got I mean, more than some. I mean. To enforce it as a law, you got more than some. Okay. Let them, niggas, lo- let them live. I mean, there's a lot of laws. That, you know, I mean, shoot. Man, they, they bring that law over here like. That'd be the first time you see some true union going I on. I mean, they they just um lifted some slave law from Tennessee like last month, so it's laws. Yeah, you know everywhere. it was a you know it was a person in Missouri that was put to death. Yeah. Yeah. Is that's what that's what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit just going on. Yeah. There's a lot of shit. And I don't even watch the news. Me either. And it's social media as well. It, obviously, it is. You know, but if you you in Indonesia and you listen, because we actually have some people listen for Indonesia. Keep your head up. Keep your head up, but give me just give me a little information, like so I can wrap my head. Drop around something this. in the morning sneakers podcast DM. Because <laughs> this, like, no, I think this is. Questions. I think this is very like. I feel like it's too much. <laughs> Extremely too much. It's too much for you. I feel like it should be your right if you want to fuck because you're not married. You should be able to do so. I mean, it's your body. You can do whatever you want with it. But it shouldn't be no, um, what you call it, no punishment for it. I mean, there's punishment for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I ain't feeling this. If I go to the Middle East and show my shoulder, baby, they, they is whacking me. Uh, okay, I get, 
I get that. That's all. Yeah. I, 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 I under I understand that, but I still I still feel like for this to be like this in 2022, like I understand in China they was they was overpopulated, so they had to do something to slow down the population. Um, which even though it's still you know what I mean still a crazy situation, you know it'd be like you only can have so many kids, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, man, that shit. Like you can't even live together. I guess. I guess they be like, if you live together, you are gonna be fucking anyway. So right. Like you don't need to live together. Get married if you want to live together. Like I can understand that, but man, you finna have people fucking in the most random places. No, you're not. Watch. I'm telling. <laughs> Lock the door. Lock the door. Put put the, put the chair against no, the door. Head. Nope. It's gonna be somebody that's gonna tell. I'm telling you. Okay, we gotta find out who gonna be. We gotta find out when they get. If somebody are well, has this already been passed? I gotta look into that. Cause it say. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm 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 gonna have to figure this out. Yeah, cause you was upset. Oh. Yeah. Upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got you got some young players out here trying to trying to do their thing. Mm-hmm. Some young ladies out here trying to do their thing. <laughs> you know. And you know, you, and you just an advocate for it. You damn straight. You know what I mean? Like they go out, they have a fire date. You know what I'm saying? They they want to cap their date off. Then don't tell them that they can't. Come on now, come I, on now. Hey, you shouldn't. Your body is your temple. Yeah, you can explore temples too now. I mean, maybe maybe some of these young men don't know how to act. Maybe some of these young women don't know how to act, and they're gonna go to jail. Okay, in Indonesia. What you in here for? I was, I was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well then, first of all, how y'all gonna keep all these people? <laughs> y'all gonna put them all, all these heathens in close vicinity of each other? Like, where are they going? I hope yeah, they got uh, uh, different prisons. They, they, they probably, they probably will. But, but what, what, what would they do for like people? Who, who in like that who are like homosexual or lesbian or like whatever the case might be maybe like you, they maybe they put them in a hole i don't know <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> I, no i was just saying because you're saying you can't live together you know obviously i don't know like how they feel about maybe you know single cells or something no i'm talking about like you know if you if you got two if they say they two friends is living together and they, you know, and they like the same thing. How is they, you know what I mean? Just don't be flamboyant, I guess. Man, I still, I still, I, I still got to figure out how the, how the fuck you just going to get caught. Like, oh, my God. Like, you got the sex police, like. Probably. Like, that shit crazy. Like, if you, you straight, like, 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 motherfucker fill out the application, Tosi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to fill out the application for the sex police. Yeah, I'm here to catch people fucking. Yes. Like no, get get their ass on. Okay, okay. Are you over here? I'm not over, but I'm over for now. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Um, you got anything you want to add, man? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that with an exclamation point. No, I don't. Okay, okay. I don't got nothing I want to add either. Okay, good. You know, um, seasons greetings. You know, Feliz Navidad. Christmas, Christmas is about to come. New Year's about to come, and. A whole nother year about to come. I'm telling you. In a matter of days. Hurry up. 
Just keep blinking, <laughs> and the day gonna pass. But uh, shout out to everybody being creative. Shout out to everybody grinding. Um, how many more days we got left? I think they said it was like twelve more days, eleven more days into Christmas. So it's like so many days after that. So, so maybe maybe about another fifteen. No, it can't be about fifteen days because we ain't hit the fifteenth yet. So it's got to be about like twenty days or something. It's like. 20, 25, I don't know, whatever. We count it down. Technically, it's 19. Okay, right okay, cool. It might be 18 by the time this comes up. Are you doing like uh, like a New Year's resolution or like uh, any goal setting goals for the upcoming year? Are you doing anything like that? Um, For next year, yes. Um, okay. I'm going to float a little more. Um. Uh, I'm be a little more happier. Okay. <laughs> I feel that. No, I like, feel that. I'm determined. Like this like this last year, like you said, it hasn't been bad. It's just been a lot. It's just like something in that motherfucking earth. Yeah, like, it's just like the whole year it's just been a lot. Yeah. It's been a lot. So yeah. I'm just gonna be a little happier. I'm gonna enjoy it a little more. I feel um, it. I don't care if it's a smidge more. Um I'm prepared the others a lot more, a lot of more PTO time. Um, try to take time out for myself. Mm-hmm. More naps, more wine. Okay. More time. I, I feel it. Yes. Yeah, I know people was talking about uh, seeing different things, people posting, but right? like they was breaking their habits of like um, doing New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. or cutting back on the goals that they said they might like just focus on one or two yeah you know just different just different things and and i, and I can fuck with people taking different approaches if certain things ain't working if yeah. you're trying to do the same thing every year Cause that's and the same approach isn't working to do. you're supposed sometimes you're supposed to reroute the plan you yeah. know you can still have the same plan it's just rerouting that road yeah no for sure for sure what episode was this because i ain't said at the beginning 108 108 mm-hmm so since she ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing. And that's all being said. <laughs> this is episode 108 of the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakers, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. <laughs>